going to hospitals is a stressful experience for six persons. Travel to the hospital, wait in a queue, worry about what the doctor is going to say, stress over medical bills. Yes, for a small percentage of our population though, I'm talking about transgender patients, there is an additional stress in that of their identity. Their stress levels are higher than what a cisgender person experiences. Transgender patient is worried about, first of all, the invasion of their privacy. When they are seated in the waiting room of the hospital, they might be stared at or ignored or refuse to be given answers. Or as my friend Rakshika, a transgender nurse, puts it, just the feeling that people are looking at me, what are they thinking, how will they react, is very stressful. The next stressor report is that most hospitals put down their names under male or female. And worse, there is the practice to refer to the transgender patient in India as that, rather than as him or her. Transgender patients feel very hurt by these words. Because things are beginning to change. Much to my delight, Dr. Suja from Cochin told me that her hospital had learned from experience to have three columns in their registry. As well as in all their forms, such as the consent form, the first two columns are male and female. The third is filled by the patient as per their choice or even left empty the transgender person does not identify with any gender. That must be a liberating experience indeed to put your real identity on paper. But apart from a few supportive instances, there are several instances of unfair treatment meted out to transgender patients right at the front desk. There are even instances of transgender patients being refused treatment. A senior doctor from an Indian city said, I don't allow all that nonsense in my hospital. As opposed to him, another doctor from a city, another city said, It is sad really that in municipal and government hospitals, there is no sensitivity training given on LGBTQ issues. I talk about this all the time. I really hope this changes someday. Next comes the question of which ward of facilities allotted to them. Where do they use the toilet in the men's or the women's section. There is a, a very rare case of a hospital where there are unisex bathrooms keeping the LGBTQ in mind. But in 99% of the hospitals that's not available. A private ward in the male or female wards is best preferred by transgender patients. But is it accessible all the time? Isn't it very costly? When they are in shared spaces, transgender persons have to listen to a lot of comments. Once transgender, one transgender patient said that they often overhear janitors and cleaners make comments about them in their hearing. In shared facilities, there is a lot of movement of staff and other people. One patient shared about how they felt watched all the time. Some men have abused them by pinching their feet or signaling them to come out and meet them. So, sexual abuse is common to all genders. But is it done so publicly as in the case I just narrated? 
The low awareness on transgender patients' physiology can also cause a lot of embarrassment. All staff, including ward boys and cleaners, need to undergo transgender sensitization programs so that when they see a physiology that they do not expect to see, they do not show shock or express undue curiosity and they learn to respect the privacy of the patient. Another aspect of discrimination against transgender persons pointed out by Rakshika was that although several transgender persons worked in hospitals, they too were categorized as male or female. Worse, she says, many are refused jobs for citing their identity. You might scare the patients away. Patients may not open up to you for some of the reasons given. Rakshika fought to be registered as a transgender nurse and today she is proud to be an activist as well as a nurse who is classified under her own identity. Would it not be a great addition to the medical community if transgender persons served as caregivers? They would understand transgender patient needs better than professionals who are cisgender. Lack of knowledge on transgender physiology the surgeries they might have undergone makes it difficult for surgeons to treat them. In one instance, a patient had undergone an earlier surgery. He came to a skilled urologist with a complaint that he was not able to pass urine. The doctor agreed to perform a surgery on him. During surgery, the surgeon was not able to complete it because he was not experienced in working with transgender patients and the transformation that had happened in the physiology confused him. So the patient had to be rushed to another hospital. Listening to transgender patients and their woes makes me feel that all I know is how ignorant I am. The result of a survey on the willingness of medical community to undergo gender sensitization training was that 63% of them are ready to undergo such training. The ones who agreed were very proactive and very interested in uh, learning more. Dr. Suja said that her hospital had conducted such training to every single professional working in the hospital and they had also, before the pandemic, offered such courses to the general public, the police and so forth. How did they respond? I asked. She says they just realized that a transgender patient is like all of us, just a patient and in, is in several ways similar to us except their gender. So ultimately, it seems that it is possible even in a large country like ours that we can create programs that show how transgender patients or just like us, maybe they need different treatment in certain areas and but they are like us in many other ways. So I asked Dr. Suja if a high level of training was required for doctors to treat or perform surgeries for transgender patients. And she said that in her clinic where they had done a number of surgeries, they did not have a separate department for transgender patients. It was a multi-speciality clinic and all the doctors took an interest and formed teams whenever a transgender patient showed up. So, urologists, sexologists, uh, therapists, plastic surgeons just formed teams, discussed among themselves and treated the patient. 
isn't this wonderful news that we really don't have to create departments or work take huge steps to make life better for transgender patients